Osiris. Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Loyalty, described as, do you care? And I care, and that's why I'm on this show. Comes a time, here we go. <laughs> I'm a sucker for O'Teal, man. It's all that same feeling that I have, that would he filled a void that I didn't even know existed. It feels so good to, as Ben said, to try to do something about an issue as opposed to complaining. If you can't help, don't hurt. If we could just all get out there and throw cream puffs at each other, maybe things would, instead of bullets and, and <laughs> angry words, it would be better. When you stop laughing, you stop living. There's a worldwide surge in interest in mushrooms. It was deep, man. It's not that TM makes your mind quiet down there. It already is. We're just stuck up here. We've lost access. I'm jumping Jack Flash came out by the stones. So I thought, all right, perfect, man. I'm gonna drive, and I started driving through the neighborhood, and I got, I got a text from Mick Jagger. <laughs> People saying that you know what we do is non-essential. Well, playing those few gigs that yeah. you saw me at felt pretty essential to me. It wasn't like they were clapping from here. Is they were clapping from here. My view of things is that death, death is the last and best reward for a life well lived. Like you gotta, it's the strangest of places if you look at it right, you know? If you're liking what you're hearing, head on over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get your bus pass for an extra episode every week. What up? Welcome back to another episode of Comes a Time. That's O'Teal. And that's Mike. You're diagonal this time on mine. You're always diagonal on mine, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who who do we have today? What a, a pretty awesome! I'm, I'm <clears throat> really excited for this one. Yeah, Chuck and Rob from Mo. Boy, what a double triple story they've been through. Jeez, I know, right? You know, like yeah. uh, coming back from some serious health um, trials and tribulations. I Cancer love them for Rob and the stroke. But Chuck, like, wow, man, that's crazy. With a global pandemic thrown in the middle. In the middle. What a sandwich. What a sandwich, right? A cancer but, pandemic stroke sandwich. <laughs> that's a that's a turducken of uh, experience <laughs> right there, huh? Yeah, they um and, and it seems like thank God they had each other to bring each other through those you know, respective things because Yeah. And I've I've loved them for so long. Like, and it was just another great like northeast experience, similar to fish, where it's like yeah. Mo was accessible as a kid. You know what I mean? Like you could go see them in small places and they were 
all their energy when it like they left it all on stage, you know, and uh, I really, really enjoyed them at, in so many different phases of their career and my life and stuff. So it was really sad to hear what they were going through, you know, yeah. I, I mean, obviously it's sad, not because of my experience, but it's like, I don't know, it sucks one, two punch yeah. like that. But three over three decades together, yeah, you know, and like their perspectives on life now on the other side of this, yeah, you know, and there's still it's not like it's all over, like they're still having to uh deal with the effects of it, and uh yeah, that's a forever thing, I think the yeah. therapy and the yeah the the all of it like but it gives you this other perspective on life that you really cannot get any other way. And uh, it's it's great to hear them talk about that because obviously these are big themes on our yeah. podcast. Like yeah. zooming out and seeing your life in the big picture reprioritize. It's like yeah, all this stuff that was really a big deal turns out it's not such a big deal. Right. And exactly. This is the important stuff, you know. So yeah. And then all the memories. <laughs> it's a good podcast. I it really is. think you guys will enjoy this one. I did. We laughed hard. Yeah. And you know, it's, uh, they've got a tour. They're going to hit be hitting the road soon and we'll post links to all of the, where you can find out all that info. And, uh, you know, we, I wish them the, we, we wish them the best and all the love and, you know, um, it's, it's a brave, I'm happy that they're, that they're sticking with, you know, I'm just happy they're going to yeah. be out there, you know? So check them out and, uh, thank you for checking us out folks. And if you're having yeah. a good time, uh, rate review, share, let people know you're enjoying the podcast, uh, follow us on our in Instagrams and YouTubes and all that crap. And, uh, you can follow us on uh Patreon. Uh, you could join us for a bonus episode every week, patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod. Um, thank you guys so much. And, uh, we will catch you on the flippity flop. Stay safe, stay warm, stay cool. Keep on keeping on. I'll chat soon. Bye, guys. And we're off. Okay. <laughs> how you guys doing? Well, I'm well. Rob, Great. how are you? <laughs> it's good to how see you Jan? how are you we uh, obviously chuck and i don't live in the same spot so we don't live in the same house anymore right <laughs> <laughs> what's the temperature where you guys are at are you gonna gloat yeah no yeah, i'm just gloats. curious I don't go weather shamer. Otil's a weather shamer. <laughs> right. He sends pictures of his pool while we send pictures of <laughs> snow, snow, ice glazed beards and uh, shovels <laughs> stuck in mounds. It's 40 at least. It's not like yeah. oh, 10. <laughs> it was um, last, I guess it was last weekend or not even. Yeah, no, last weekend we had just where I live was uh negative 14 without a wind chill yeah oh my uh, gosh okay and where is it exactly you live i live in uh i'm gonna see you soon actually um i live in portland maine Which i hope not is it warmer i'm sorry just kidding. yeah it is it's like uh <laughs> it's like 30 or 40 today uh, i could deal with that that's Rob, fine did you see yeah. what the top of mount washington hit with the wind chill it broke the record 100 and 10 something like that 108 negative one yeah negative 108 
And where is Mount Washington? New Hampshire on the on the very top of it's like the highest peak in the in the Northeast. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. It's, uh, yeah, there's like records there of like the highest, the, 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 the top wind speeds ever recorded are there. And now like the lowest temperature, apparently lowest temperature, negative Negative 108. So this is not gloating. This is just what the (laughs) F are you guys doing? We're even gloating about that. How bad does it have to get before you come down here? I mean, my God, 108. I mean, I would tap when it, when the polar vortex went through Chicago and it was like minus 45. I was like, that's, that would have been a wrap for me (laughs) well i thought about you because i I was in indiana and kentucky and stuff doing shows all week and they were talking about the cold front going through the east like i got out of the east just in time to miss it and they were even saying in florida they're like you better uh get your coats ready and this and that and i'm like yeah we get our coats ready for 60 degrees (laughs) i'm not joking you put socks on under your sandals at 60 (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad you guys warmed up for sure yeah so are you in between tours right now or or are you home yes what's your next i should say when's your next gig (laughs) um portland so rob is really um happy about that (laughs) 
I just have to drive up and uh, when when is our first show? I can't remember the uh, the, the, the date. date. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Classic bass player. Like, uh, that's me. Too. We'll post all that stuff. It's um, it's seventeenth, seventeenth. Yeah, the seventeenth, every seventeenth, and the eighteenth. So cool. that's good. And then we'll go home and do some more at the palace for the next um, weekend. So Albany. love that yeah. room. God, love that room. Yeah, we we're just yeah. talking about that. Uh, we were talking about it before you came on, uh, Rob. I, I got to do. I was lucky enough to perform, do stand-up comedy in that room, and uh, I love doing shows in rooms that I've seen concerts at. You know, like it's just a geeky thing for me, where it's like I can like, yeah, I lost my mind up in that balcony on mushrooms, or <laughs> <laughs> and I saw you guys there. I was thinking about before you came on. I was thinking about how. The first time I saw you guys was September 97 at Toad's Place in New Haven. And it was a Sunday night and it was <laughs> such a kick-ass show. You guys were jumping off the speakers. I mean, you just, you it was like Hollywood Bowl. You guys treated it like the garden in 74 or something. Like you were just <laughs> rocking. And I got my brown Mo t-shirt that day, or my brown Mo hoodie that day. And I remember waking up that morning and going to school being like, you know, when you wake up as a kid in the morning after a kick-ass night and you're like, that rocked. Like, I just woke up like still stoned and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking Mo, dude. You I remember that. Guy, yeah. You're not wow. the guy who gave me the warm dosed beer that night, are you? Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, I don't. Someone dosed you at, at Mo? I mean, at, at Toast? Place. Yeah, oh. actually, I think it was, I think it was a couple of years after that. It, might, it couldn't have been 97 because I had I had a couple little ones at the time and it was like the last show of our tour. And um, I was driving home the next morning to finally get home and see my kids, you know, like when you have kids <laughs> and um, you're really psyched. To, I, I had yeah. I hadn't touched psychedelics in a long, long time. And uh couple guys couple of meatheads were just like hey you want a beer and they handed me a beer and i'm like oh i took a swig and it was like really warm and i'm like oh thanks thanks a lot and then like you know down the road that night i'm just like i know this feeling oh, <laughs> I know this feeling. oh no the yeah. guys were, they were laughing it, too much <laughs> yeah on top i'm like oh no man and i'm like on top of it my wife calls me and she's like I threw my back out. You got to get home immediately. Oh. Like, I can't even get up with, off the floor. You know, Toad's Place, oh. the main was like, I don't know. It's like a good three or four hour drive. Yes. Oh, so, uh, and then it, I just, and then Chuck <sighs> was like kind enough to, he's like, you know what? I'll fucking, I'll drive you home. God. And he drove me back. I promise that wasn't me. I wouldn't have done that to you. I don't, that d yeah. dosing is not a, I don't think it's cool. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 I watched it happen. It was pretty. I don't know. You said you don't stand up comedy. It no. could have been part of your act. Hell no, man. Not then. Absolutely not. And I still would never do that. That's just, that's messed up. But it is kind of, it is pretty messed up. I don't, it should be your choice. Yeah. Yes. My body, my choice. That's Absolutely, it. My brain, man. my choice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's all about the dosage too. Like, man, I don't know how much you put in there. Like when that feeling comes on, I would be like, okay, fight back the terror. 
It might not, <laughs> it might not be 1,500 hits. It might be just oh, two. You know, but what do you, do you know? Like, no, yeah. I, dude, I had an experience I went up at U- University of Connecticut where a guy, had, he was had a dropper and he was giving me a drop and someone opened the door behind him and hit his arm <laughs> and he just like squeak, like, and I just tasted it. And I was just mm. like, you could hear like the slide whistle. I was just like, all right, buckle up. Like, what do you do? Like at that point, what do you do? You know? And uh, yeah. Your eyes are closed and you just hear whoops. I just hear the beginning <laughs> of riders on the storm. Like just that. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so glad that never happened to me. Jeez. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah. You guys have. Yeah. I, 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 the energy that you brought forth to every, and we were to Eric and I were talking earlier about like, you know, the, the first Bonnaroo that set you guys played, like there's so many phenomenal Mo moments in my, like thinking just like my experience with live music. It's just such a thrill to be able to chat with you guys and that you're both doing okay. You know, like we, we all love you and care about you. So. Well, that's you guys are that, getting better. Very kind. I mean, you know, Chuck is, Chuck is a, freaking trooper man he's he's definitely made a lot of strides in this past year because when i first when he first you know started to come back he had like five words he couldn't use his whole right hand it was it was scary man yeah i had to have to move my hand like this (laughs) yeah it was like it was like a a bread it looked like a bit um a loaf of bread it was huge what no it, it didn't look like a loaf of bread to me I, I, it was like it was puffed up <laughs> it was weird <laughs> uh, and, yeah. what was, was the problem like how did you did you like you woke up kind of knowing something was happening or what what was the situation <laughs> the the day that it happened i knew something was um wrong because i i saw i saw my hand and then i I hit the floor and then I, I don't remember that. And then I was on the Mer- mercy flight yeah. uh, and I woke up and I was like, Oh, this is bad. This is really bad. <laughs> I was looking out the, the window and the woman was not look, looking at me. And I was like, oh, this is really bad. I don't know what's going on. And then I was, I was, um, I was in a, a coma, I guess. Um, they put you in one. Yeah, yeah. And that was like two or three d- days before I woke up again. And then, uh, yeah, it, I knew it, I know it, it some, I knew it was uh, happening, but I didn't know how much and how, how, um, how, how much I was affected. So, and I couldn't, I couldn't, walk i couldn't use this this hand and i couldn't really speak so but i could these um rob and my wife amy and uh lindsey our manager um they were hanging out and and i can hear them and i i I got everything like i I could i could tell what was going on but i couldn't um speak so that was really hard to like Join, I couldn't join in. That's all. But how long did it take for speech to come back? Or I should say, what what things came back first? Because maybe speech wasn't the first thing that came back. You know, um, I could. Um, we were working on my my 
my legs because I was, I was trying to, um, get, um, balance and, yeah. and then I, we would work on a lot of like, um, I, I would toss balls and stuff like, like, like a, a pass, pass, pass get ball. <laughs> and that was kind of fun. Um, but it was, it took like two or three weeks to get into that. And the speech uh, therapy was also every day I was working on everything. Um, yeah. So I got, I got, um, a lot, a cop, a couple <laughs> accomplished, but, um, everything happens happens, uh, quick, um, slowly with me. Like it, yeah. I'd get a new word or a new thing, you know, every day. So after a year, I can look back and see how much I've um, done. So it's, it's, it's a snail's pace, but I'm working yeah. on it. Well, you've, it's also a whole lot of progress too. I mean, God, going through the pandemic and then that, back to back is like being in a fight with Mike Tyson it's just for your brain. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa. Well, going through what Rob and then the yeah. pandemic and then you. Right. Yeah. It's I been had a cancer, rough... got over that. Shook that one yeah. off. And then, uh, Thank God, man, <laughs> then, then the pandemic hit, we had, we had about a, I don't know, maybe a half a year of touring where we started to get back in the groove. It took like a half a year of just playing to remember how to play. And then, then the pandemic hit. It was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I and mean, then we started out on the road again. And then, damn it, Chuck. Actually, we did a... Sorry. Damn it, Chuck. <laughs> We did a uh, Halloween show where we crammed a bunch of Sabbath tunes. So we did like all Black Sabbath. It was like <laughs> bloody Sabbath. I forgot what we called this Halloween show, but we dressed like creepy Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. We didn't <laughs> dress like a Sabbath cover band, essentially. Nice. <laughs> and then the, the stroke happened like just a couple days later. And I I still think it was from like, just jamming your brain full of that many Sabbath tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Yeah, that's, they, did a, they did a scan. They did a scan, and they're like, "You have a bat in your brain." <laughs> <laughs> There's a headless bat in there. They're just looking at Aussies like this, and in, in your scan. Oh my god! Wow. So, Rob, how how long did it take you to be able to play it again? Like, what was that process? Uh, like. It was weird. Like I, I had to go, I, I live in Portland, Maine, but like the, the better, uh, because my cancer was, you, you know, like, um, it was in my throat and nasal pharynx. Um, and because I'm, you know, like I'm one of the singers in the band, we yeah. took a lot of precautions trying to find the best person to do. Cause I, yeah. I needed a, it wasn't so much the chemo. It was like intensive radiation. Yeah. So like I had to get like five blasts of radiation every week. Um, and it, I just get like one chemo per week. Um, it was a good weight loss program for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I get it all back, but 
Yeah, dying yeah. is not the optimal <laughs> weight loss program. No. You know? I guess did, I don't recommend it. Yeah. Did your did you were you symptomatic or was it just a lethargy or a like kind no. of? Well, you know how I found out I had uh, I was growing. I just stopped shaving and I I got one of those like you know like hoarder type beards, you know, like uh, hermit. And then I'm like I'm just. I'm, I'm down South. I think I was in Atlanta or something. We're playing a gig and I'm just like itching my face. Cause I was like sweating my ass off. And I noticed this lump in the side of my neck that I hadn't seen. Cause it was hidden by the beard. Cause wow. I didn't feel anything. And then, um, just went through, you know, when I got home, I'm like, oh, I should probably check this out. And then it was just yeah. a, a matter of, uh, it, it was the weirdest thing because I had to do all these tests and biopsies and stuff. And, um, the last biopsy they tested, it was like, they do, I think it was like 11 or 12 separate kind of tests on it. And everyone came up negative and she's like, I don't think it's cancer. And it was on the very last one. And it was a two part test. And the first part came back negative and she's like, you're, you're looking pretty good. And then, and then, um, the very last thing they tested for, it came back and it was like, a. it was, um, I, I forgot what the, you know, I can't remember what it's called, but it came back positive and it was, uh, you know, it was like an HPV related cancer. So it was from vi- a virus and mm, wow, it, it sounds, you know, like it's <laughs> one of those ones where they can, they can, they can, you know, there's a high, there's a high rate of cure for it. It's just, it's a cure kind of really, you know, nearly kills you. Yeah. It obliterates you for sure. Yeah. Wow, man. I bet. So, you know, we talk a lot about mental health on the podcast because you know, musicians and comedians yeah, are out right. of their friggin' minds. Dented cans, yeah. baby. Yeah. Dented and then, cans. you know, life on the road, like trying. So I imagine there's a lot of, uh, there's probably, you guys are having both things, like a very, uh, evolved or come to a new place of gratitude just about life itself but also there's got to be some like fighting of depression because the battle part is the battle part and it's just like 24 7 some days you're just like yeah you gotta be like i just i don't have it today you know (laughs) how has that been for i know it's an enormous question but yeah it is a good question um well for me Um, I, I sort of, it was a cathartic experience. I kind of changed my outlook on life a lot going through cancer and just getting, I I came up with a, you know, I'm I'm not saying I I changed completely, but it, it helped. It actually helped my depression quite a bit. Um, and I just, you know, like every, until you sort of like face this sort of thing, a lot of until I faced it anyway, it was, it was, um, I, I, I don't know. I kind of had a negative attitude about things and like, Oh, this isn't working out or, you know, and, and then you sort of just get down that spiraling hole. But like, I pretty much saw like what the positive outcome of cancer can be. Yeah. And if you can do that, then things aren't so bad, you know, like right. it, it's, it's, um, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't feel anxious or depressed about things and yeah. Uh, but it was, it was actually helpful for me. It was like, uh, I almost needed it in a way. 
do you, did you do the thing where, you know, you're really lucky? Come, yeah. come, cause some like, uh, compared to others, you know, that I, I can see other people going through like yes. what, what happened with me. I can, I'm like, I'm, I'm totally, totally lucky and yes. Happy to be around, you know? Yeah. 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 I stayed with a bunch of people. Like I, I had to go, I stayed at a thing called the Hope Lodge uh, because the traveling was getting too much and the American yeah. Cancer Society uh, provides it for anyone for free. So <clears throat> it, it was great. And I met a lot of people who weren't going to make it and were yeah. way worse off than I was. Right. And yeah. it just puts a lot of things in perspective and you meet yeah. their families and their kids yep. or their parents. And it's just like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. I'm going to make the best of everything. Yeah. I have a couple of friends who are well, three now, actually, including James Casey. Um, right. One guy's a neighbor across the street neighbor. When I first, when we first moved down here to Boca and he's such a great guy, man, Eric Justin got two twin boys that are like, just awesome. And watching how he fathers them because it's every day. Like he feels bad. A lot of days he's been battling it for years. Still don't know. Like, you know, he's just in the fight, but watching him be a dad, when we all go to the beach and stuff, yeah. And, you know, I get frustrated with Nigel and I'm fighting with, you know, me and Nigel go at it. Sometimes. And I just like, you see, like it, it gives you a perspective that you're not going to get anywhere else. You know, and just yeah. being around him, around Alex Peavy, who we actually had on the podcast, he's got kids, yeah. you know, and talking when you have people that are in your life daily, you know, that at any time you can get the text like, hey, man, it's yeah. not working. It just changes things. Even that for me changes. I, and I didn't even have to go through it myself. I just had to be close to it. Yeah. You know? Rob got the uh, the news while we were on the phone, like the whole band. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. We were doing like, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, wow. we're, we do these phone band meetings, you know, every wow. week. Uh, I was like, oh, I got to take this call. It's my doctor. <laughs> and I told my doctor, like, you know, if I get the news, you know, it's like, is it OK if we do it over the phone or do you want to be in person? I'm like, it doesn't make a difference to me. You can do it. Yeah, on the phone. Tell me. And she tells, like, I'm really sorry to tell you this. And I was just like, kind of, at the time, it was really scary because I didn't know exactly what kind it was. And they're like, it looks like it's stage four, which it was, mm. but it's because of what the kind of cancer it was, stage four isn't a death sentence wow. for you. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Normally it is. Yeah. 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 When you hear stage four, you're like, that's. Yeah it's it's different for uh for this type of cancer but you know that wasn't made clear to me <laughs> <At first. laughs> so oh you left that part out <laughs> Jeez, no it's good it's not like <laughs> yeah. so then i just got back on the phone with these guys and i just sat there listening to like whatever the meeting was about it was just like yeah man and you know like if the catering isn't right and then you know, <laughs> i'm just like yeah. i'm gonna yeah. fucking die i'm gonna die <sighs> Finally, I just told these guys. I, I couldn't even think. It was weird. Yeah. That's got to be a crazy. It's a my I, I, I like O'Teal was saying about 
experiencing it from another, you know, my wife is a nurse practitioner with a cancer surgeon and, um, sometimes she'll come home with some, with stories and, you know, being in entertainment or being your own worst critic and you're spending all day, like career stuff, career stuff, what me, me, me. Yeah. And I go, how was your day? And she tells me like a half of a story and I'm like, Oh my God, like every, everything is amazing here. Like I have nothing. Uh, I wasted so much of my day. What a piece of shit. I I could have been. It's not that it's just, you don't have the, like, it's hard to get that perspective. Yeah. And you know, it's just, we, we don't normally want that perspective because it's like, Oh shit. It, you know, just, yeah, but we need it every now and then that we kind do, of, you know, yeah. like, and, and to, to the thing that both of you and James Casey and friends of mine and things like so many situations now are no symptoms. Yeah. You randomly scratched your face, man. Like, you know, like that shit, that's, we, we could, we, we somehow are able to treat our cars more preventative maintenance wise oh, yeah. <laughs> than our bodies and our dogs. Maybe we need, I like, noticed that a lot with dogs. Yeah. yeah. We just need like a USB port or something we can <laughs> plug into our necks just to check. Uh, no, you know what it is? Virus. Sorry <laughs> to get political, but we need a decent healthcare system. Cause if you're well, in Canada, you could go, you know what? Just MRI the whole fucking thing. Let me just see what's yeah. going on. Cause it doesn't cost $8 million or you're not, that one's not in your plan or whatever. You, you're not just like, it's probably like, I'm going to throw it out. It's probably like five, 600 bucks in Canada. I bet. <laughs> you know? We had a, uh, a doctor buddy of ours were like, said like, look, this is what you do. You get yourself a crisp $100 bill, go to the <laughs> MRI place like on a Sunday when nobody's doing it and just say, can I get an MRI? And they'll just run a freaking give them the hundred really? bucks. I, I've never tried it. I have no idea, but I'm going to try it because you, what if they find something? I'd be like, I wanted to, you know, if you got to wait till yep. the body tells you that might be like too late. Yeah, a, a buddy of mine, another, you know? another, another hypochondriac comic, <laughs> and I were one in a hotel, like googling, like, is there like a preventative, like full body, like a, like a full body scan thing? And I guess like the Mayo Clinic in Princeton offers like a couple thousand dollars, and you could basically get like your 3D printout of like your heart, your brain, like the whole nine, yeah. you know. And so then just follow- go do that in Canada. Well, the following conversation was like, what do we do with that information? You know what right. I mean? Because like, is that good to some, it's like a double edged butter knife in a way, because like there's some things like I've had, like, you know, my doctor's like, I feel a nodule on, you know, we're going to observe it for six months to a year. And I'm like, no, like I'm going yeah. from here to find out. I can't sit with that information yeah. for six months to a year, you know, See, so I if gotta I find know, out man. there's all these dents and kinks and lumps and after covid i had to go get my lungs x-rayed and there was like there's scarring in your lungs and i'm like what does that mean you know so it's just yeah all this like and there are those situations it's just so terrifying i gotta know man my kids are too young i got a five-year-old and an eight-year-old do the whole thing i'll go (laughs) investigate 12 places let's do it like i don't know wait a minute how old are you Otil? i'm 58 i have my first one at 50 (laughs) So, yeah. So when Nigel's 20, when Nigel's 20, I'll be 70. 
I really wow. am probably going to go to Canada and see if I could just be like, hey, man, I feel something. <laughs> Can you just, just go? <laughs> at the border. Yeah, just okay. go. <laughs> oh, I got to, you know, they'll do it. And just because I want to know, man, I got to be it's and yeah. I see all people, a bunch of people that I know or friends of friends um, that are having major health issues and almost all of them are younger than me yeah and i'm like whoa whoa yeah. man you got good genes man i don't know till i get in that machine <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't know were you both were you both of like relatively good health prior to these incidents like like chuck was there any like like clotting things prior to like anything like that or that you knew I, of i just got my like full bill of um whatever like i was yeah yeah just like a a month before the the stroke and and my doctor actually knows about what what happened with me um she studied about this when she was in college and um my my uh i don't know my con con condition is um you don't know until it happens Hmm. you have to do a a whole scan without knowing anything you know like so the thing that happened with me was um the carotid um split into two and then clotted and then pushed on the other one and then my my brain starved so there's no there was no way that no one would know, you know, I, I didn't wow. know. So you must really- have had some kind of leakage or something happening because before you were complaining about, um, you were having, um, my like, uh, ocular, ocular yeah. migraines and stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's uh holy I mean, shit. Right before we went on stage for that show, you were like, Oh shit, it's happening. We're standing inside stage. Yeah. And then it just went away. Yeah. Chuck, yeah. Did you did you just see something awesome happen? Uh, a eagle, uh, a bald e- eagle went by my window. <laughs> Again? Yeah. They're all they're everywhere here. Uh, sorry. Wow. No, please don't apologize. That's <laughs> yeah. I was, that wasn't I was an accident, just visiting right? Him and we we're driving, just driving away from his house, and oh, a eagle, right. just like I, it, like it's you know like a, a crow or something, just like comes flying off the road picking up was either a black snake or like a, a uh like a mink or something it was just a long black thing wow we just, holy crap yeah lunchtime my dog yeah. was going bonkers uh recently like three in the morning and we looked outside and there was a massive owl it looked like alf walking around my driveway like it was just like this hump and it's oh you got a great horned owl wobbling like this and it's wow. like like yeah. squealing and one wing's going and it yeah they like grabbed huge. like a chipmunk and took off but yeah those will those will throw you for a loop but but you guys are going back out can we uh, we need to go positive for a moment here yeah <laughs> <laughs> just seeing yeah, sure. the listeners just drop one by one oh yeah <laughs> no, i think it is positive honestly because you hear when people like if it doesn't kill you a lot of people say that they're like like you said, Rob, like I, I'm glad I needed it to happen. Like it, it turned me, it helped me turn this corner. 
Yeah. You know, but I'm glad I am glad you guys are going to go out. So let's definitely do talk about the playing, getting back at it. It's got to be some serious excitement. I guess it's a, yeah. I'd love to know about like, you know, how, you know, when you felt like, okay, like I'm going to get back in the batter's box and take a couple cuts or, you know, like yeah. <laughs> using that hand again, you know, like yeah. Chuck, like that, those moments of sort of like the music at that point is something that has to be like the best medicine in the way, but also you serve it, it serves you kind of. Hey there, Osiris listeners. I wanted to tell you about our friends over at Smart Wool. For more than 25 years, Smart Wool has been making merino wool socks and apparel designed to keep you comfortable. Because they want to help you play, laugh, and explore in the outdoors with every thread they knit and every step you take. Because they believe that comfort sharpens focus and lets you perform beyond your limits. They're here to help you feel good. Now, it's up to you how far you will go. Take 15% off of your first order at smartwool.com. Smartwool. Go far, feel good. My wife um, bought a little uh, guitar for me when I was still at the the rehab. And, uh, sorry, and I couldn't really, I couldn't, hold a pick or anything and but i but i would play like these um i could strum these these um tunes but i couldn't remember the name of this of the song uh but i would i would i would like make the the chords and kind of like just strum and just doing that just i don't know it was it it made made me happy and it, it it i don't know it yeah. felt like I could do, I can still like work on this. Like it wasn't just hopeless, hopeless. So, and it felt good the first time I could do that. And, um, uh, one of the, um, therapists who does, uh, PT and OT, um, they brought their own guitar because he, he could play and he brought his own guitar so I could mess around with it. So it was really fun to just like talk about that, trying to do something like a, like a little pick out some melodies and that really helped me feel good about myself. So, and then from that point, I was just going to keep working on it. And I know that. Rob, you had you had to um, work on your voice a lot. You still do, right? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was also going to just say, Chuck also had like a video game. It was almost like playing guitar player. Oh yeah, that was cool. helping his dexterity to uh, get his right hand back, especially. But both hands, yes. I guess. But um, and he, uh, I mean, just between like our communication with him and visiting. We're just, you know, we're sort of in a holding pattern. We did have uh, a friend of ours, um, this this guy, Suk Cerullo, uh, who plays in Schleho, and he's a really good guitar player. And we've known him for years. He filled in for Chuck, but we just kept our dates limited, yeah. basically, so we could pay the bills, essentially. You know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, we just waited and waited, and then, you know, during one meeting, Chuck was just like, I think I'm, you know, basically, I think I can do this, you know, let's, 
we, we, we didn't know how we we're going to do it. We, we all, we kept saying like, it's definitely going to happen, but when and how, and yeah. Um, it just got down to the point where it's like, he, he basically said, fuck it. I can do this. You know, I'm going to do it. I went there like one time and just jammed with him. And I was like, you know, I, you know, he may not be able to remember all his tasty licks, but um, he can still play <laughs> solos and stuff. And <laughs> like it'll come. So, and, you know, it was at that point we knew that it was going to be happening. I mean, yeah, with my voice, um, my voice was fried. I mean, it took me a while to get back and I still don't have the range that I had, but I'm actually, yeah. I've been doing lots of vocal exercises and it's actually my voice is actually sounding better than it has in a long time. And I'm just going to keep doing what I do. So nice. Keep the nice. workouts up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I know, never used to do that sort of thing. I, was just I like, don't yeah. either. Just like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking slug some whiskey and like, just let her rip, you know, <laughs> Adam, let's go. <laughs> I know. I see. That's, and that's always the battle. Like mentally for me is like, I know I should do these vocal warmups. Like how much, even if it's just that much better that my singing would be like, yeah. come on. But it's this taking for granted, just like everything being normal. Like if yeah. everything's normal, you're blessed like a million times over. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, yeah, But you don't realize that until, you know, like for me, just having the flu or whatever, I'll just be like, oh, my God. Remember Let's, to thank God when you just yeah, feel having the normal. Flu being somewhere a little bit drier than normal being at yeah. you know a mile high you know yeah. oh that gets rocky. me now and yeah. yeah it's anything like that it, it's it, you just have to you have to kind of be diligent is what i've learned and what i'm yeah. learning really have but you guys experienced what i have which is also like the just because you guys how long have you played together now like how many years now the band Maybe. 33. Three? Yeah. So yeah. like for me, all these years later, just flying to the West Coast, like I need to, I can't yeah. rehearse that day. I can't gig that day. Right. Because like halfway through rehearsal, it'll be like somebody just pulled a plug. Right. Just the traveling is so much. I have to Traveling's allow myself more time, you know, for that. And then altitudes. Like, I feel like I'm just whining all the time, but it's just like, man, <laughs> I used to just blaze through the altitude. I didn't water. Just give me some more beer and more yeah. bong hits, you know? And then now <laughs> it's like, I've got all this <laughs> migraine <laughs> medicine and anti-nausea <laughs> medicine and all this stuff. A gas know? can, like the, yeah, the oxygen when, can. When you've been what you guys have been through, I, on top of that, on top of 33 years of doing it, it's, I'm, no, I imagine you have to like allow more for yourselves, right? Yeah, definitely can relate to that. Flying, I can't like if I flew on the same day I had to sing, I'd be toast. Yeah, that's uh, so yeah. It, like if if it's a short drive to a gig, I'm okay yeah. or to rehearsal, you know, like if it's only yeah. a couple hours, I'm all right. But yeah, for sure. Once it, once it turns into a thing, then, you know, <clears throat> it's it's rough. Yeah, if it's a travel day, I got to get a car to the airport. I got to go, even if it's just one stop, yeah. don't let there be yeah. no two stops. And I'll be like, look, I'll pay the extra hotel. Get me 
last flight out really the night die. before yeah back asleep a full night then let's do this you know <laughs> yeah i rarely go same the same day unless it's like some crazy situation but we always go the night before you gotta you gotta adjust for sure and the stress like trying to fly day of people try to get me to do it i'm like even if the day goes right, I'm going to be stressed out. That well, right, and now especially because nine out of ten flights are either delayed or yeah. canceled. It's yeah. yeah, you have to go a day early at least. Get these gigs with like someone's just like yeah, we'll pay you this much to come yeah. and sit in and do this thing, and like we got you a flight on Frontier Airlines. <laughs> you're standing uh, you know, up. You should show up about an hour before the show. You're like, no, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> but it takes you a long time it took me a long time or spirit whatever yeah, yeah to no, be frontier and spirit are both to like, say no to that stuff yeah you know i let myself do it for way too long and finally i was just like it's not gonna stop unless you say no to you <laughs> <laughs> worry about people thinking you're a dick like you know you just yeah. <laughs> this is hurting me this is hurting me. and it's not help, helping the gig either well, that's the, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's the good thing about getting back on the road with Mo. Like, I don't have to do that quite as much now. And like, we're yeah. going to be out. I'm just a little worried about Chuck on the tour bus for like, you know, two and a half weeks or three weeks, whatever, when we go do the bigger tour. Cause he, he hasn't been in that situation in a while. I haven't uh, flown yet either. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. It'll except be fine, for the, except for the helicopter. Yeah, well, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was a first. <laughs> yeah, if well, I wake up on a helicopter out of the blue, that's like a <laughs> worst case bad. scenario. It's when, bad. When looking at that longer bus tour, though, are you like, is it shorter trips in between stops? Is it maybe multiple nights at a stop? Is it like, or are you just like, we're in in the south and. Uh, southwest, so everything is long, yeah. I guess. No, but, uh, no. Wait, no, yeah, but we have like we're doing like what, like five Florida shows? I mean, Florida isn't that big. That's that's better. I'll um, see you south uh, on the on the uh Atlantic side or the Gulf yeah. side. We're, we're doing both. Come on down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm home. We, we'll be close. Both we'll be. Oh my god! I don't even want to talk. We'll be at the culture room in Florida. Oh, yeah. That's not far. That's not far. Rob's front f- fast favorite. I love it. I love it. <laughs> such a cool, like little. I think it's in Saint Petersburg. That little yeah. amphitheater there. I love that. That's oh, I really love cool. That. that place is great. It's like an That's amphitheater. It's without a without a lawn, essentially. What's that called? Janice Landon. So nice. Yeah. Got to do stand up there. I'm glad y'all are coming to my side. Hopefully I'll be (laughs) home so I could see it. I think Um, we have two. I can't remember where else we are. I think we're going to be up like near Jacksonville or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Cool. I want to, uh, if I'd love to ask you guys a, uh, I'm going to segue from health to music and back real quick. Um, I broke my arm snowboarding a long time ago, snapped my humerus bone. And my doctor said, that was when I was healing. He goes to be break the scar tissue. Do you like golf? And I said, I'll play. Sure. Whatever. So I was near a nine hole course that you walk and I know you're supposed to do it in silence, but I would listen to Wormwood 
start to finish uh walking nine holes and it became this meditative album like wormwood to me is one of the few albums that you can just put on start to finish and to me that's like i mean i love all, all like all your stuff but wormwood is one of my favorite albums of any band and i wanted to ask you guys like when you approach an album or you approach like a body of music do you have in mind that like this one might be one that is like a throughput like or are there some albums where you go like these are songs that fit but it may not be like a does am i making sense do yeah. you know what yeah. i mean Wormwood was up. definitely designed to be like what you're saying it was we put a lot of uh thought into we recorded a lot of the stuff live and we had like a a, it was like a jigsaw puzzle where we would play um, like we wrote these segues spe specifically for that, for that album, for the songs. And then um, we would, we played all the segues in the studio, but we did all the songs live. And then we just took the, um, the segues written ahead of time, but then we, we, we took them, and we just adjusted it to the right tempos for the live tracks that we picked and wow. um, made them go from one song to the next. That's cool. Yeah, it was, never it was a long, weird process. Such an amazing album. I, I, sort of, I, I sort of spearheaded that effort with the band. And I, I've learned a lot more about music since. But at the time, it's like, you guys watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So basically it was like Charlie Day writing Nightman with like all these symbols and uh, like arrows pointing to stuff. And I was just like, this is what it should look like and sound like. And they're like, what the fuck does any of that mean? Like, no that idea. Mean? <laughs> You're like a mad scientist. Like You're like Don Music on Sesame Street. Nonsense. <laughs> it's, it worked. It's such a phenomenal album. Like, does that, does that, were you happy with the finished product? I mean, it's. We were. Um, we were happy to be finished with the product too. <laughs> it took a really long time. There were several studio sessions and a lot of, we were on tour with, um, we were on tour, I think with Les Claypool that summer. That might've been the thing where we were with Flying Frog Brigade and the last of it. And we were recording stuff live. So we we're splitting the nights. I think, I can't remember how it worked out, but, and then we ended up um, just like getting dropped off by the bus at the studio and finishing right. up. Wow. Right. So it was a long process, but we were, you know, in the end, everyone was really happy with it. But you know, I remember at the time also being like, you know, I don't know if we're done, but I'm done and it's done. <laughs> 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 I'm finished with the yeah. product. <laughs> Chuck, did you have any specific memories from that from that experience? Um, I did. I did a, a a solo, and it was at the end of our time working on it in the studio. And I did this. I was trying to get myself pumped up, and I I ran around like laps around this outside of the studio studio <laughs> and I get my guitar and, and I'd start playing and, um, uh, and it helped, I guess, to get like that, uh, <laughs> that, you know, just get, get that kind of uh power, like 
ready, you know? Yeah. Eat your little blue chew before you yeah. rip the Sometimes I just like, chew. what? <laughs> he ate a blue chew. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the dick pill the, for those of you that don't yeah, know. All the wrestling podcasts I watched. Blue chew is like there. a gummy. It's like a gummy Viagra, essentially. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but is that a sponsor right. for your show? No, we <laughs> should be. But we're angling. <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 Blue Chew, we got two uh, guys above forty that host the podcast. So, uh, you know, I could never, I could, and still can never get solos in the studio like i can live right. and it's so weird like we do a live record the solos i'm like i love it from start to finish in the studio it's in like at least six you're, different pieces you know yeah you're if, you're you're thinking too much yeah there. so i tried to like maybe we need to get people in the studio so you like have an audience yeah mm. we talked you about know? that Maybe and, it's maybe this has to do with the fact that you know there's always the possibility to fix it. That's what it is. So it's, yeah, that's it. A hundred percent. You should record an album just without multi-tracking it and just do it live. I uh, yeah, I've and I've, when I've done that, it worked. It's crazy yeah. when I've done like uh, I did a couple of recordings live to two track. One with Dennis Chambers. I was like, oh great. Because <laughs> um, he had a drum solo where he and he thinks it's funny, where he deliberately tries to throw you off the beat and it's murder. I yeah. trying to stay I've seen on that. It. Yeah, he did oh. that to me live to two track. I was like, <laughs> like the and he loves it. <laughs> He's just like, ha ah. Yeah, you're just oh. tapping your foot as hard as you can. And but, oh, me and the percussion, it's like a Vulcan mind meld, you know. <laughs> right. but, but like I said, I did it though. Like if if the guns in your face, cocked and loaded with a <laughs> finger on the trigger, you could do it. Right. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. It's such a mind game that Colonel Bruce. He convinced me. He's like, "Yeah, I just need to get that gun." He would say, "I need to get that gun up your ass, and you'll do it." You know. I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't pull out a real gun. <laughs> he didn't have to. You know, he could yeah. look at you. Yeah. He could pull out like a metaphysical gun that was <laughs> just always cracked me up. And people would ask me if I ever dosed with him. I was like, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> we used to call him Brucifer, you know, can you get that yeah. look in his eyes where it'd be like yeah. lasers come out? I was like, I can't handle oh that on hallucinogens. Would, like what? That would end the show. <laughs> when did you guys what are you guys first memories of the colonel because we go way like you guys started what that guy's a good one <laughs> didn't he tell you something about like it was your birthday and he basically yeah you yeah. remember it yeah i was uh turning 27 and he said that's uh that's your that's the best year of your life i was like oh man but also <laughs> he said um at he he told all of us he said when you get to 40 um women get uh mustaches mustaches <laughs> and 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 the guys get breasts <laughs> and all of us are like uh what do we do now 
<laughs> we walked walked away and we're like, oh, what what just happened? Like, <laughs> yeah, and then he like guessed my birthday or something. <laughs> it's the last of la- the last year of your life, he said. And I was like, Yeah. Oh, wow. Basically, oh happy birthday. This is it for you. <laughs> Women it's get mustaches from, and men get breasts. That's right. Happy birthday. Right. Just, <laughs> see ya. Just roll the bus slowly into the closest river. <laughs> that's such a, you know, I've heard a lot of Colonel Bruce memories, but never that one. And that's, that's hilarious. such a good one. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's I'll so interesting how many people he's, uh, I was, do, I was just recently doing, uh, stand up in Louisville, Kentucky. And after the show, there was this meet and greet and there was a guy standing there just random by chance. One of the guys that worked there and, you know, the podcast came up and we were talking and uh, he goes, yeah, I went to high school with uh, Colonel Bruce Hampton. And I was like, what the, like how random of a thing, you know? And I was like, what was he like as a kid? And he said, same as he was now he goes he had a, a high school band and then they would play like high school events but he would just play in his underwear <laughs> okay in the 60s? yeah just rolling around on the ground in his underwear playing and it's like this guy's just telling me this story it was great this is so funny oh. <laughs> fully formed <laughs> yeah he said it, it happened to him all at once at nine years old yeah. He just like was in a restaurant, a really, really old uh, historic restaurant. I wish I could remember the name of it in Atlanta, Georgia. And, and you know, the women have bouffant hairdos and just like the whole picture. And he jumped PD, up on PD the table. Pax? Huh? <laughs> Pity Packs Pork. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, it's, a, it's close. Oh, man. It went in and out of my head. But, um, he jumped up on the table and he was like, you're all crazy. This isn't real. But he's just like raving, you know, stark raving, full on hit him all at once in a restaurant. He was and nine. Did you say he was nine? Nine years old. Just blam, <laughs> like he got hit by lightning and it was Jeez. he just like saw the light or oh whatever, God. you know, saw that. I think some, some, <laughs> the universe turned on the DMT spigot and it's just like, a, oh, like a fire hydrant. Just Everyone in the restaurant's like, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> this little nine-year-old right. genius. <laughs> yeah. So by the time he got to high school, it was long, it was done to done, done, you know? Yeah. There's wow. guys like him. I would have loved to have known or been a fly on the wall during a conversation of like him and Captain Beefheart. You know, I feel like Beefheart was like a West Coast. Yeah. Bruce you know, somehow. what's interesting is um, he, I think he met Zappa that way. Zappa, uh, Zappa came to Atlanta and they went to see him in some small club for probably like $3. And <laughs> I think it was because he knew uh, Christoph Pendereski that like Zappa was like freaked out because, you know, Colonel was probably a, a teenager at that time. And uh, or very close to it, but uh, he told me he had some really deep uh, talks with Weir, which I was the pig pen was usually who he hung out with. Yeah, but he said he said, "Man, you'd be surprised." Like that that cat, I've had some deep conversations with that cow. I was like, "All right, this was before yeah. I was into all of it," you know. Yeah, and uh, 
I believe it. I man, Whenever me I... Of, me and we're of, he's the one that turned me on to that book, Autobiography of a Yogi. Have you ever? Yeah. I downloaded the audio book after you had said that. Man, yeah. seriously, download the however you audio visual. That book is deep, man. That was the first book he turned me on to when I joined the band. And I was like, all right, these guys are not playing around, you know? <laughs> what's what's your uh takeaway from that? Like from, from that book or Yeah, yeah. yeah just give us a sound bite. Yeah. He's a he's an Indian mystic that like Ram Das, you know how um Yeah. Neem Curly Baba, he he did some stuff that Ram Das was like, hey, and he was not on acid. Like it was impossible things, like what Colonel Bruce did and what Sun Ra did, and you know, what I think all the like famous people in religions. Maybe it's embellished, what the, but there's a root of something in there that really where the impossible happened. And that's why people wrote it down and, or kept telling it, you know, and this an autobiography of a yogi, man, this dude pulled some shit. And they're like, whoa, that happened. Sorry. Hate to, <laughs> you know, sorry, hardcore scientific materialists. You're just going to have to suck on that one, you know, like, <laughs> and he has this beautiful, beautiful, like his whole take on Christianity, which I was deep into theology at that point. And um, his interpretation of it, I was like, dude, that's exquisite. That's like, Mwah, you know, wow. and but everything like that's it's way beyond it just. It's I, and I don't know if that's a good enough soundbite for it, but the the cat's really a beautiful, beautiful soul, incredibly wise. I think you got one. Being. You said uh, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> suck on that. Oteil I was just thinking it's way too complex to actually have any type of soundbite to bring. No, well it is. I mean, I can't even begin. You know, but yeah. it's like putting Colonel Bruce into a soundbite. Like you see the impossible enough times. Yeah. yeah. And it's too much to be coincidence. Yeah. It's just too much. You yeah. know, very uh, intriguing image of him on the cover, too. And it's like you kind of get a look at this person and it's like, you know, some people you just look at and you're like, that's a very deep, interesting human being, you know, like on the cover autobiography yeah. of a yogi. That's exactly what it is. That's yeah. what got me right away with it, for sure. It's it's something it, it helped me like give uh there's this little foundational thing with me and bob because of that you know that cool. i could take because i can you know the colonel bruce thing not everybody can get with that you know with the <laughs> just pure magic yeah. pure yeah. psychics aliens the whole nine wizards fairies elves i'm down with all of it Right. So a lot of people can't go there, you know, and that, to know that with Bob, I'm like, all right. So we're, you know, I shouldn't have been surprised, but you just don't know, you know? Yeah. You don't know. He's down so, to talk about anything, essentially. Huh? I feel like any conversation I've had with Bob Weir, it's just like he has like either any, he has some sort of knowledge about anything you can bring up to him. It's either a wealth of knowledge or enough to like get by on something, but it's just like any subject. Yeah. It's really right. weird. And they're all like that. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we were, oh, yeah. We were playing in the sand recently, and I'm just sitting there with Mickey and the kids, and you know, <laughs> Mickey starts tell, talking about this time he's hanging out with Fidel Castro. <laughs> and this whole long thing and, and and they're like you know at one point fidel goes you and me we're a lot alike and i was like yeah. <laughs> you know just, and you're like, or, or he said we think alike like <laughs> and his wife's over there and she's like oh <laughs> mickey put the horns on fidel dude it was such an out story and i was like who and my wife is sitting there just like this is absolutely crazy. Like truth is stranger than fiction thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, man. I wish I could even remember all the story, but we were just like, we got up after like, well, so that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <clears throat> oh, and he had, <laughs> Fidel gave him a thing of cigars because he really liked him and connected with him. So I could leave you with this nugget. So he goes, yeah, after I got back home, Every year on Fidel's birthday, or maybe it was Cronkite's birthday, he said, I'd smoke one of those cigars with Walter Cronkite. And I was just like, what? <laughs> All this and no acid. Like, <laughs> I got this box of cigars, and I only smoked it with Walter, Walter Cronkite, Cronkite on his birthday, or Fidel's birthday or something. You know, I think it was Cronkite's birthday. I was just like, all right. Jesus. My wife was freaking That's out. That's insane. It is, man. It's just like this. This planet is a magical place if you realize <laughs> yeah. it and you could like be aware. So I'm glad I I made it this long to like see stuff and actually have enough awareness to go, wow, this is truly magical, you know. And I'm glad you guys did too. Great. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I hope I see y'all soon, yeah, man. I'm excited to catch you guys on this tour for sure really excited about it and we'll post all the dates and links for everybody who listens thank you thank you so much man yeah. and uh yeah i mean sorry i was late <laughs> <laughs> me too you yeah, know what's I, funny is we we said the same thing we're such bass players <laughs> mike texted me and he was like we're on at like 10 minutes before because i usually hop on like 15 minutes before it's like we're on 11 right and i'm like oh shit <laughs> And then when, he, when he called you, he was like, you know, we're doing a podcast. He went, oh, shit. I was like, bass players. <laughs> I was actually in the bathroom. I was taking a dump when Chuck texted me. See, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> that makes me I happy. Like, Are you fucking... I just get this text from Chuck. It said podcast with question marks. And I thought he was talking about our podcast. And I'm like, I didn't think we were doing our podcast. I like, I'm thinking like the next time we do our podcast, we're promising to do it at night when we're all hammered. <laughs> and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, Chuck, use your words. Yeah. And then he like, me and tells me this. I'm like, oh shit, really? Instead, he bust, busted my balls. Yeah. That's the story of my life. That's awesome. <laughs> ignore, ignore my faults and point out someone else's. <laughs> well, I really well, hope uh, I get to see you when you come down this way because knowing what you've been through. I'll know what's going into that, those notes more, you know, like, hell yeah, big picture. So it's going to be deep. I hope the universe lets me be there. Me too. <laughs> really appreciate Thanks, you guys, guys spending time with us, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Right on. Osiris. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.